0: Welcome to the weekly message from Rhema Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au.
1: This is this week's question. Uh, And I think uh, it is posed from... Perhaps somebody that is new to Christian uh, terminology or something, but they've asked this. This is the question that's been posed. When people ask someone to agree with them for something to happen or to change, I figure they want them to pray for them. Am I right? If so, why don't they just ask for prayer? Why do they say, in other words, why do they say, would you agree with me? Why do we use that terminology in church? Why do we say, will you agree with me? So uh, the question is, if so, why don't they just ask for prayer? Is there something I should know about agreeing? Well, we're going to look into the Bible and see what the Bible has to say about this term, agreeing. Would you agree with me or agreement? Let's just pause and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the clarity that we see about things of God when we open it. Because the entrance of your word, uh, when we let it come into our thinking and when we let you give us understanding, your word says it gives us light. And everything is clear in the light. And we say, oh, that's what that is. I can understand that, and Father, with understanding of the word, then we can better do it, and Jesus said that we're blessed, not just in the knowing of the word, but in the doing of it, so as we look into your word, we trust the Holy Spirit in his presence here as the teacher to help us to get it, and it to just be simple and helpful in our lives, in Jesus' precious name, and can you say Amen. All right. So uh, I'm glad you asked. That was a good question. That's a, a very good question. And the question that they asked, or one of the things they said, "Am I is am I right to think that agreeing has to do with prayer?" Yes, it does. It does have to do with prayer. But let's uh, let's not just take my word for it. Let's go ahead and go to Matthew the eighteenth ni- chapter, Matthew 18 and verse 19. If you'll look at Matthew 18 and verse 19, Jesus is talking. Okay, now when Jesus is talking about prayer, uh, you can just, yeah, it just settles everything. This is what he is saying about prayer. at 100% prayer uh, success. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything uh, concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven for where two or three are gathered together in my name I am there in the midst of them so now uh, let's look at that word there it is in Matthew 18:19 on the subject of prayer because Jesus said it's concerning anything that you ask the father that's prayer but Jesus said, if two of you agree. Can we just say that word? Go ahead and put that word in your mouth. Say, agree. agree. Yeah. So, if you agree on earth. Um, the, the, the part of this verse of Scripture, this promise that is God's part, is actually quite uh, astonishing. It's quite big. You, say, you see, if you go back to verse 18, or verse 19, excuse me, yeah, it says, it says that it will be done for them by my Father. That is a pretty much take it to the bank statement. It shall be done. It will be done. That's so affirmative. Um, the, the part of this particular promise that shows us our part, our responsibility, is this word agree. And it says, if you agree. So the condition for this massive promise to come to pass where everything will be done in his name or by the Father depends on us agreeing. So agreeing is is really important. It's really important. However, um, because like many things, it can get reduced to in our vocabulary, or we, we call Christianese, uh, to just something we say. So uh, sometimes when um, somebody asks for prayer, actually what they're asking for prayer or, or something, they'll say something like this: "I've been having symptoms in my body. Would you agree with me? What they're meaning is I've been having some negative symptoms in my body. Would you agree in prayer for me? Or would you pray for me? That's what they're saying. But a lot of times it's just gotten kind of sloppy. And we just say, I have symptoms in my body. Would you agree with me? What is it you want me to agree with? That you have symptoms in your body? Because if I I agree with you that you have symptoms in your body, out of the mouth of two or three... It's established, and you really have symptoms in your body. Which I reckon that's not really what you're looking for. You're not wanting somebody to agree with you that you have a challenge. Or we can say, "Um, I've been having challenges at work this week. Would you agree with me? Okay, you want me to agree with you that you are having problems at work? So that's what it sounds like. That's not really what is meant. I've done that before. We kind of just get sloppy and just say it like that. However, what we want to see from the Word of God is that this kind of agreement is actually quite legal In as far as a, a, um, a wonderful way of approaching God based on His Word and based on His promises. And so, uh, to get sloppy with it, that is why sometimes things aren't exactly... Fruitful in prayer I'll ask you, um, have you ever prayed a prayer and it wasn't answered? It's church, be honest. Yeah, I'd I reckon you'd make me feel better if you would if, if you said that that has happened with you, because it has with me. There's been sometimes I've prayed something, and it didn't happen, but this promise said, "If you do this, it will happen. So either either God's lying or maybe somehow, um, like James says, if we if we are praying and not receiving, then we're asking funky. There's something uh, not quite right in the way that we're asking, and a lot of times it's just little tune-ups. So we're looking at the word agree. When we are um, when somebody says, "Will you agree with me?" Sometimes it can be reduced to. Um, uh, If you would say, okay, let's just pray right now, the person would actually look surprised like, well, I didn't mean for you to pray right now. But actually, that's what Jesus is saying. This is about prayer. And so, we want to look a little bit closer at this word, agree. If we're going to agree or harmonize, if we're going to be in agreement about something, what? What are we supposed to be agreeing about? So that it's not just nebulous and kind of goes into the realm of, you know, just uh, spiritual things that we don't really understand. It can be really, really um, plain so that we can do it and we can do it every, every time. So what do we agree on? There's three different things that we can agree on. The first one is... We want to agree on the right that somebody has to ask. What do I mean by that? If somebody approaches you and says, Would you pray for me? I've been having I've been having problems uh, in my body, in this, you know, in my digestion or in my and you and they say, Would you agree? In your mind, you think, yeah, I'll pray, but I've watched you eat. <laughs> and you don't say that, but you think it. You're thinking, okay, yeah, we can pray and hope to God it happens. Probably need to change your whole diet before God fixes your stomach, you know. <laughs> if somebody says, says, uh, you know, I've got some financial issues. Would you agree? Um, You say, okay, I'll I'll pray, but I've watched the way you spend, and it's like there's no end to the money. But you don't say that. You just say, sure, 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 I'll pray. (laughs) And so even though we go through the exercise of prayer, if there is not a heart agreement that that person has a right has a right to an answer then uh, then we're on funky ground one one is seeing one thing and the other is seeing it a, a, a bit different so then that begs the question do before you can pray and be in agreement do, does everybody have to be perfect Can somebody somebody not expect an answer from God unless they're perfect? Oh my lands, oh aren't you thankful that God has mercy? And Hebrews the fourth chapter and verse 16 says that we come boldly into the throne of grace that we might obtain what? The very first thing that you obtain when you go to the throne of grace is mercy. And so we don't have entrance into the throne of God because we're perfect. We don't earn our right for God to answer prayer. How we know that God will answer prayer is not based on our goodness, it's based on His goodness, and it's based on the promises of God. However, when we do come into, when we're praying a prayer that we're praying in agreement, it is fine to pray a prayer that is requesting the thing that is needed, but also pray for, you can add to that pray, a prayer to ask for wisdom in that area. And God gives wisdom, God gives um, God gives his thoughts in that area. That doesn't just give the answer, but it also gives wisdom in that area so that you don't just have uh, an answer in a crisis, but it can change the way that you live. Has anybody experienced that God's changed the way you think about something, so you don't keep circling the same area over and over and over? I'll give you an example. I, I had an ongoing cold, an ongoing cold, a severe one, um, years ago, and... Um, this is when I first moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I asked for prayer. I had somebody agree with me in prayer, and, and, and Jesus healed me, and I got sick again, and, uh, and I, then I received healing again, and so I asked the Lord, I said, is there something I should know that maybe you, you know, <laughs> and I'm not getting it? And I was going to, head, to bed with my head wet, and for some people, that doesn't bother them, For me, it did. And so, uh, yeah, I would wash my hair at night and just, I'd sleep it in a towel. And so it, it, it was making me vulnerable to a cold. It was amazing how when I stopped doing that, I didn't have to believe for healing anymore. So sometimes there's just little tweaks like that. Of of natural little things to do, but that doesn't stop you from being able to approach the throne of God and receive mercy and help in the time of need. Aren't you thankful for His mercy? So we don't have to have everything perfect before we go there and receive mercy, but uh, He does help us even mercifully then with wisdom. The second thing that we agree on is we agree on on a promise. We agree on a promise. And uh, I'll go ahead and say the third one too and then give you an example. We agree on a promise and we agree on the outcome. So when we are agreeing on a promise, it's not just we're agreeing that you have a problem or you're agreeing that you have a need. We actually, what we are wanting to come in agreement on is the answer or God's promise concerning that. And we're in agreement about that. So, that seems like a tiny little thing, but sometimes people, are they are, they pray, and, and they pray, and they pray, and they pray for an answer in something. And then they pray harder, and then they get more people to pray, and they try to get more people to pray, and they think by how many people prays that it tips the scale. It isn't. It's prayer in faith that moves the hand of God. And faith is, uh, is based on the promises of God. Faith isn't based upon how loud you pray, how long you pray, how many people pray, if you cry when you pray, if you fast when you pray. Faith is based on what did God say. Get it? So, so what we agree on then isn't the problem. What we agree on then are the promises that God has given in that particular area. And then finally, we agree, with the, we agree on an outcome. And I'll tell you why that is important. I'll give you an example. There was a, a lady, her husband um, and, and was the son of a pastor in Miami, Florida. And so they were assistant pastors there and um, I knew their whole family, the the older father and mother and then them, and they'd all gone through Rhema around the time that I was there, so I knew them. She, um, a wonderful lady, she had had um, a baby born after a healthy pregnancy, but when the baby was born, just like a few minutes after birth, the baby died. And there was no drama in the, in the birth. There was no drama in the pregnancy. But after birth, this little baby died. And of course, huh, she's just devastated about that. But um, she and her husband uh, wanted to have, this ba- had to have a baby. And so she got pregnant again. And this time, they monitored very closely her pregnancy, and everything was fine. All through the pregnancy, she gave, had a healthy, healthy um, baby. Right up to the time of birth, the baby was born. And this time, a, a few minutes longer, the baby died. Twice. And you can just imagine how horrific this was to this mom and dad. And so, she called me, and she said, she said, would you agree, there we go, would you agree with me? I, I want to have a baby, and she told me the whole thing that happened, and I sensed as she was telling me, she was wanting to get pregnant again, but I sensed a great amount of, you know, apprehension, like, huh, I want this, but. What, why did it happen before? And I don't want it to happen again. And and did I do something? And I felt, I sensed a lot of apprehension. So I said, Terry, what verses of Scripture are you standing on for this? What, what are you conscious of? Not the failures that it you know the, the losses that you've experienced uh, after the ba- what you consider a failure, but it was the the loss of these tiny these tiny babies. What what do you uh, what do you want me to agree with? What promises? She said, "Oh, I haven't really thought about it." I said, "Well, before we can pray." We've got to have praying ground. We've got to have something that our prayers are founded on. So I'm not going to pray today. Sometimes we pray too quick. Sometimes it's important to pray about prayer. In other words, ask God, what do I need to know from your word to help me to pray right so we're not just shooting into the dark hoping it hits somewhere? We want to connect our prayers. Well, how do we do that? Sometimes praying, I've prayed quite a while about prayer, the prayer I needed to pray. What do I need? Help me to know what you're thinking. What is your will in this so that I pray in agreement with God? Well, so um, I said, I'm not going to pray right now. You get those verses of Scripture together, and the other thing I want you to let me know is, what do you want as an outcome? Well, the obvious outcome is a, you know, a successful birth and a healthy baby, but I wanted her to know that. So um, she said, okay, I'll do that. So I didn't hear from her for about 10 days, and then she called, and she said... "Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. I said okay. Um, then we're we're gonna pray. Tell me those verses of scripture, and um, and then what you've come up with as far as outcome, and we'll pray. She said, uh, she said, oh no, I'm flying to Tulsa. So she flew from Miami, Florida, to Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a contract. She wrote a contract. <laughs> based on promises. She had written the promises of God. She had written in that contract uh, what the outcome was to be, that the outcome was to be a healthy pregnancy, a healthy birth, and a healthy baby. It was all written in there with a place for her to sign and a place for me to sign. So, boy, when I saw that, I thought, this girl isn't just treating agreement like a high five or a low five or, yeah, let's just agree, you know, kind of just a sloppy deal. She means this. She absolutely means this. I read that, I, and you know what I thought? I agree with this. What did I agree with? I agreed that she had a right to pray. She has an invitation from the Father. She has a need, come boldly and ask. But she also, there was also promises in the Word of God that guarantee an answer. And then it says that, that verse of scripture said, Whatever you ask. And we decided what it is that we are asking. Well, so she went back home after we prayed. She went back home, and a couple months later, she called me and she said, We're on. I'm pregnant. So here we go. We plunged in. And everything's going along just fine. About six months in, into her pregnancy, she called and she said five or six months, maybe five. She called me and she said, and I could tell her voice was shaky. I said, what is it, Terry? She said, I just got back from the doctor and they say the baby has down, the fetus has Down syndrome and they want to abort. I said, Terry, Get your contract. She went and got it. I said, now look at it. What does it say? Is anything about Down syndrome in the contract? She said, no. I said, then we're not having it. We've already come into agreement on this with God, and it will be as we've agreed with God. So there was no hysteria. and There was no you know there was there was no drama in that because it was solid then um she said about 2 weeks before she delivered it was 9 months she uh ran her car through the garage door and it it rammed the steering wheel into her belly, she was nine months, rammed the steering wheel, and oh, it really shook her, and they were concerned, and na-na-na-na-na, because of the, the prior, her prior history. She called, and her voice was shaky on the phone. I said, Terry, get your contract. What's there? It doesn't matter. We have already agreed that there would be a healthy pregnancy, there would be a, a healthy delivery, and there would be a healthy baby. Well, what I didn't tell you about after we, uh, we reminded ourselves of our agreement, the next time she went back to the doctor concerning the Down syndrome, they said, we don't know what we were looking at because any of those things are complete. There, there's no sign of Down syndrome. We don't even know where that came from when they checked the when they checked the the baby after after she had run her car in the garage and the steering wheel went into her belly uh, you know rammed her in the belly there was absolutely not everything was fine everything was good anyway to make a long story so, short she had that healthy baby she that little healthy baby is now how old is olivia probably 25 uh, 26 maybe, she's had that healthy baby and she's in ministry today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So it's not just, I hope, I hope, I hope. Maybe it'll come to pass. No, he said it will come to pass. What agreement does is this. Any individual can pray a prayer based upon the word of God. What agreement does, if you can just pop up, we we'll use this example again. Uh, what agreement does is this, if she's the person praying the prayer and asks me to come into agreement, then there's more legs under the table. It's just a stronger stand. Well then, and I asked Benny to be the devil. <laughs> he's, a, he's a cute one anyway. So, so what happens? Uh, what happens is sometimes sometimes there's no contradiction to what it is that you're praying but sometimes like those that report of down syndrome comes and tries to push try to really push her and it push her over from her place of of being solid on the word what agreement does is this that if those kind of things happen it's not just running into her it's running into me And I'm telling you what, we are flat in agreement in where one puts 1,000 to flight, two puts 10,000 to flight. (laughs) So, okay, you got it? So agreement gives a better better stand. Uh, And it's necessary in some, so it's not just high five, low five, ah, just pray with me. No, it's a legal agreement. Come into agreement with God and come into agreement with one another. We have, I wanted to give an example from some people uh, church, in our church family, and, um, and uh, if Jamie and Liz, if you guys can come. Uh, they're in our church family their kids are in children's church and they have been now a part of um, a a connect group that they call overflow and mike carter um, is in that particular um, group and it's of young families how long ago how long ago did you get into that group
0: um well we we first got into the group probably two years ago before it even became uh overflow just as a group of uh, friends. So it kind of
1: just happened yeah, uh, organically. Actually. Yeah, it did, yes. You just, uh, so why with these people? I mean, have they been a part of your spiritual journey with God?
0: They have since I found Him, yes.
1: <laughs> so they were I'm, some of the first people that you've known since you came to know Jesus.
0: Um, yeah, from the first time that I was saved about two years ago and come here it was the group I was introduced to and have been with ever since.
1: Wow. So, um what have you how has it affected you how has it blessed your life Liz can you just
2: uh, well um, it just overflow well even like Jamie said before it became overflow we knew them as friends they reached out to us when we first started um, and it's just been a massive blessing in our lives like they are our support system like you know well jesus through them is our support system like yeah. it, it's um they've blessed us so much do um, you
1: believe the same
2: yeah our beliefs and that's that's a blessing in itself like we don't naturally have that um externally outside of the church so i mean to have people who believe the same things love the same as you do like yeah. you know and um it's a massive impact in, in now our with lives. that
1: group of people <laughs> um Have you had occasion I know it's mo- mostly a social group but do have you had the occasion to have to, to pray together because of
2: yeah we've we've gone through a few things actually um, not just for us but the other members of our other? group yeah and uh, we just uh, the the way everyone just comes together is something I haven't seen before um, yeah. ever experienced before mm-hmm. um, they. They come together, they build each other up exactly how the word, word mm-hmm. tells us to. Yeah. Um, and when that person kind of gets so stuck in that emotional thing of what's happening in their lives, to have that come underneath you and yeah. bring you back up is, yeah. is something that...
1: It's really amazing, isn't yeah. it? Now, uh, there was something that happened in Jamie's life, how, how long ago?
0: Uh, Probably about five, six months.
1: Tell about that. Has it been that long? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Go ahead. Tell about Um,
0: that. Well, I was just at uh, work doing what I normally do, working on uh, gas pipelines in the ground. Um, This point in time, it was just supposed to be full of air, um, but it wasn't. And as I was releasing it, it ignited somehow, which caused me to go up in flames.
1: So, uh, you know, when it comes to the things of God, do you want to be on fire? <laughs> but other than that, you don't want to be a man on fire. Wow! So uh, yeah, so you had what kind of burns then?
0: Um, well, they never. I just had a mix. Mixed a lot of burns on my stomach and hands and face and neck. Um, yeah.
1: I remember hearing it. I remember hearing of the um, the accident. But who I heard it through was. Um, members of their of their connect group and as soon as i heard that i thought they got it <laughs> i just knew i just knew that 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 group of people would just be like woof you know just be right on it no we are we are covering this with the word of god we're covering it with prayer and with support and that's the way it was wasn't it
0: yes mm. yes
1: praise the lord anything else to say about that
0: um i'll just well I believe that spiritually it was something that told me to get out of the hole because I never knew what exactly was going on at the time and so I've always thanked God and grateful that I'm still here and I know that there's something bigger and better he wants me to go on to do and just sharing this with people today has showed that to me it it doesn't mean much at all, it's just something that happened but it has been speaking to other people. so more more true, than what I would have thought
1: anyway <laughs> that is so true. did you hear that? Something told him to get out of that hole. Those kind of things uh, um, thank god you you responded to that. Those are promptings that the holy Spirit gives i 'm so thankful so we have um, we have a couple here that the husband is still here they have two two gorgeous babies and uh, kids and that still have a have a dad. And what you said, Jamie, you said you know that you're alive with a purpose and you are absolutely alive with a purpose. I felt that from the very first time that I heard about that accident. Aren't we thankful for what God has done in their life? Let's just thank God for that. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. What I, What I want you to see is that Don't be a lone ranger where your Christian walk is concerned. It's important, the word that you hear. It's important, the word that, and the the relationship, the personal and private relationship you have with Jesus Christ. It's fundamental, it's core. But don't be a lone ranger in your relationship with the Lord. The relationships that you have with people are so important because when one member suffers, the other one can pick it up, and you can come into, not agreement about the problem, you come into agreement on God's answer. One thing about, uh, from the book of Acts, and I won't ta- we won't take time to look there, but in Acts, the fourth chapter, when the people, when the apostles, uh, you know, they, they got in trouble for preaching in the name of Jesus. So they actually got in trouble for getting a man healed. And uh, so the authorities were livid with them that this man that had been born a cripple was healed. And uh, they commanded them never to preach again in the name of Jesus. Don't you dare preach in the name of Jesus. Well, the Bible says that after they went out, they went to their own company. They went to the people who believe like they believe. You want people, when you're in a crisis, for them not to be praying, that um, that you suffer worse. <laughs> you you don't want them praying that um, that if it's if if you're supposed to die that you just do it quick. That God give you a quick death. <laughs> you want them. You want to be praying according to the promises of God, and that if there's a, a financial need in your life that they're not praying that 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 you will just learn to be poor in a good way. There's no good kind of poor, you know? <laughs> so you want, to, you want your own company to come in around you and pray the promises of God. Be encouraged, be encouraged. There is a prayer of agreement. Use it. And this little song that, the guys, if you can go ahead and come, this song that the kids were singing today and we got to sing with them, Uh, big things happen when we come to God in prayer. Big things, especially when we're praying according to how the Bible says to pray. It does matter that you agree, that you agree that you have a right to come, that you have promises to stand on when you do, and that you agree on divine answers. It will come to pass exactly as you have asked. Praise the name of the Lord. Can we just bow our heads? I want to pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father, there, there's nothing too difficult. We, we sing that in songs because it's in the Bible and it's true and we see it modeled in Jesus. But... Jesus didn't just say there's nothing impossible with God he also said there's nothing impossible to him who believes and so father we, we, wanna, we want to we uh, want to pray for everyone here that there would be an encouragement that no matter uh, what is going on in their life that big things can actually happen and that we have not because we ask not and that if we are asking and, and we're not asking right, that it, it hijacks a, a good outcome. So Father, we've looked in your word today and I ask you Lord, that we would be encouraged to ask more, ask big, ask on the, on, on the basis of the promises of God in Jesus' name. We're so thankful for every praise report. And for this one, there are many, many more Oh, Father God, we ask you that uh, in this week as people pray, not just in church, but they pray through their days and spontaneously as situations arrive, uh, that we're going to see God doing more and more and more in our lives. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening. We're always encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry to change lives. If you have a story you would like to share about how God is working in your life, please let us know and send us an email at church at rhema.org.au. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at rhema.org.au.